interesting question that my son uh, posed to me uh, a couple months ago. He walked into my house, and his first uh, question to me was, his first utterances out of his mouth was, when you die, can I have your email address? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. Well, he and I have the same name, but apparently he, he wants mine. You have a dot com? Is it is, is is that inherent, or does he have it? Do you have your your name dot com or anything? Probably um, not, right? My name uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I we that's what you know. I, you you should see if that's out there. Your your dot com. Then if anybody looks you up, you you're you're the you of the internet. You're the official you of the internet. I'm the only you there is. Yes. So I don't know if you can bequeath that in a will or not. If anybody's or, out there that has some information on that, perhaps I'm unsure as to what Oh, happens. I'm very sure that you can probably do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in fact, there are a lot of um, um, plans to what happens to your stuff. Like Facebook has a plan of action. I've seen it, uh, unfortunately, implemented a couple of times. Hmm. Um, like about how they deal with that. Like, you know, how do they, they hand over an account in the case of... You know, what does happen to all your stuff out there on the Internet, right? So so what happens to all of our witticisms that we've shared with each other over the past few years after mm. you and I uh, take uh, further adventures into somewhere else? Well, ideally, oh, I used to do this. I actually used to do this, and I need to see if I can uh, do a mass import or something. Because I used to, one of the places that we used to post every podcast uh, that I worked on uh, uh, at the time, um, also post to archive.org. Now, archive.org is the Library of Congress. So if you've posted to archive.org, it now belongs or is at least listed and and, uh, stored and protected by the Library of Congress. Hmm. So if you have, like, we can take all the Fishing Without Bait episodes, for instance, in our videos, and we can put it up there. And, you know, especially, I forget how, how licensing works and everything, but especially if we release at Creative Commons or anything like that, and they can do whatever they want with it. Um, and now, no matter what happens, if this podcast goes away, your uh, words are immortalized as long as the Library of Congress is keeping digital archives. Well, Mike, I feel it's our responsibility to pass on our accumulated knowledge to the, to the future. Absolutely. Is this the episode? Is this the podcast now? Because <laughs> I think this is fascinating. Yes, it should yes, be. It it's worth worth sure. discussion it, a little course, bit, right? Of course it is. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a fast. I think it's probably a different podcast. Well, but people people understand uh, they're concerned about their posterity. What will what will they leave behind? What will mm-hmm. I be remembered for? Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a concern of a lot of people. Uh, isn't it an issue? So okay, I have friends who have passed. Yes. And I always, it, there's always that awkward bit, even like years after where Facebook, for instance, right? And other, not so much Twitter, Instagram, things like that, where you you pull up, you know, you can go in and say, oh, I want to tax, you know, my wife with this or, or my friend with this or something. And their name pops up in that, you know, like last 10 friends that you contact. Because really, how many people do you contact on a regular basis on, say, Facebook, right? Maybe like five. So uh, mine would be zero, but of course, of course. Okay. You're, you're the anti Facebook, but so, so like they're still there, right? Of course. Like uh, a digital ghost of them of sorts mm. or like next year, Facebook will say, Oh, Hey, it's your friend's birthday. And you're just like, Oh, that's a really sad memory. Cause that's yeah, no. Um, 
and it's, it's an interesting thing that needs to be dealt with now is this kind of, I guess, digital ghost of people that's left behind. I think it's wonderful. I think it's amazing that people can be leave behind something of themselves for posterity, where in the past all there was was possibly faded photographs, and if no one had taken the time or the effort to mark on the back of them who this individual was and when it occurred, it would soon be lost. And now even in these cases, a lot of people are, you know, posting their memories and reposting on their page. You know, a family member takes over the page and 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 sure. discusses oh, what's happening, the, the the you know the post and and everything like that. Then that Facebook page becomes a digital memorial. Well, Mike, when we first started uh, to talk about today, we started talking about decluttering. Oh, absolutely, started, off air, yes, yes, and we started to talk about uh, minimizing our lives to maximize our joy. Mm-hmm. Did we not? Mm-hmm. Quite often in what we talk about this show is magic math, addition by subtraction. We talk about uh, disconnecting to connect. Mm-hmm. So in this particular instance, Mike, how many photographs do you think you've taken in your life? Oh, geez. Um, I, th- I can tell you how many I have taken since I've had an iPhone because it will let me know. <laughs> and how many of those are you going to go back and look at, Mike? Not so much. Not so much. But you know, it's... But now Google can help me with that. <laughs> Google can tell me what are the good photos that I want to remember and bring them back up to me. Facebook does, you know, hey, remember this thing that happened years ago? It was a great thing. And this is, again, like where I think, you know, we've talked about kind of the pitfalls of social media and yes. online and being connected to everything. Yes. But that helper of, you know, I loved like. And that's the key word there, Mike. The helper. Helper. The, the, helper. The reminding a me. tool. They remind me like, oh, hey, a year ago you were hanging out in Thailand having these experiences, right? In that context, I was like, oh man, that was a year yes. ago. I can't believe that was a year ago, right? And, and bringing those back up and and bringing up, especially with where we're at in the studio here, like being reminded, you know, oh hey, like we do our Christmas special thing, and those pictures are are popping up from when we did this five years ago, six years ago. Nine years ago, doing what we're this. talking about is memories, are we not? Mm-hmm. And it depends on how we preserve those memories. So when we make memories, we can actually create memories and also what we would like to be remembered for. What memories are we going to put for other people? How right, are we going right. to impact other people's lives? How are we going to impact our own? My mom would always uh, always have the photo album, and there's all the memories from. You know, me from as a kid and, you know, and, and Halloween and everything like that. And now that's just happening in a different format, isn't it? Indeed. Indeed. And, that, and, that's, a, and that's a wonderful thing. Change can be good. Mm-hmm. And it can, when people talk about the good old days, well, perhaps they were not the good old days. Uh, perhaps they only remember what they want. The selective memory is, is excellent, is it not? Which kind of leads us into what we're talking about today is our anti-New Year's, anti end-of-the-year review, anti-resolution podcast, Mike. Mm -hmm. Okay, so traditionally you hear uh, the countdown of uh, newsworthy events of the last year, the countdown of uh, the top hit songs. What did everybody search for on Google this year? What what were the top 
you know, yeah, the top videos, the top movies, the top this. What did what did what did our company do this year? You know, kind of posts. Right. So again, we're ruminating about the past. Where with fishing without bait, we're talking about going forward. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a life without definitive expectations. And our flagship multicolored technicolor butterfly which is our symbol our logo for full impact mindfulness and that's going forward and that's all about changing yourself it's not about making resolutions to learn mandarin or to make 50 million dollars or to live here or live there what this is about is intentions okay this is about the only thing that you can control is to change yourself we don't want to set ourselves up for failure we want to put ourselves in a position to succeed which uh leads us to our good friend rumi again who says yesterday i was clever so i wanted to change the world today i am wise so i am changing myself and that's my challenge that's our challenge that's our challenge to everyone out there what can you change about yourself how can you grow 70% isn't good enough 80% isn't good enough good isn't good enough i was watching a video by our friend Eric Church not too terribly long ago, a motivational speaker, a preacher, and what he says is we want to push past good and find out what phenomenal is. Push past good and find out what phenomenal is. Complacency kills. Complacency only takes us backwards. And he talked about on this video about going to Africa and seeing herds of gazelles in Africa herds of gazelles, and they can run very fast. However, they only run when they're pushed, do they not? Mm-hmm. They only run when they're frightened. They only run when they have to. However, let's compare ourselves then to the lion. The lion doesn't need pushed. The lion doesn't need to be urged or poked. The lion runs from passion and desire. And that's what we're trying to instill in people to find their passion, to find their desire, to run without definitive expectations. You're on a roll. I'm just letting you go. When I get when I get on a roll, when I start to feel this energy, yes, I don't need, I don't need to be pushed. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be poked. Okay, I'm not a gazelle. During those moments, yes, I am a lion. You talk about we need to move forward. You need to not look back. Now, is there is there a level of reflection that you feel is appropriate when we are looking at the end of the year? I mean, it's about renewal, but it, it, you know, there. What are is is it? What is the place of learning the lessons from the past year? Well, indeed, what we want to do is look at our accomplishments. Mm-hmm. However, and again, when we use the power of words, we say. Did we fail or did we find something that did not work? Well, over the years, Mike, you and I have found things that did not work, didn't we? Have we not? Absolutely. And we have a whole history of it over on iTunes, uh, <laughs> uh, both back you know, before the show even, right? Right. So what we've been working on on the show is about changing, about changing people's vocabulary, put another perspective. And I'm going to turn back to our friend Rumi again, where he says, raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder. What we do is we've often talked about using the power of our own voice. Hear your voice. Hear the words coming out of your mouth to find your authentic self. When I'm dealing with people, one time I had a person say to me, you're going to think that I'm something strange about me. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, try me. 
says, well, I talked to my future self. I said, okay, that's interesting. Great. How are those conversations? Well, I asked this person advice. They give me encouragement and support, and they talk to me like a friend. And I said, well, let's stop for a moment and compare this conversation to the conversation that you've been having with this other person, this inner critic, the imposter, for the past 20 years who's been giving disparaging, horrible reviews of your life and every decision you make. And I'm going to suggest that perhaps this isn't your future self. You're connecting with actually your authentic self. Congratulations. So our challenge to everyone out there is to connect to your authentic self. Yes, do talk to yourself. One of the therapeutic interventions that I often suggest to people is to imagine the problems that they have and imagine that a friend has those exact same issues going on in their life and take an objective view. What would you say to them? What type of encouragement support, what type of advice, what type of guidance would you offer them? And take those words and say them into the voice recorder on your phone. Say the words and then play them back to yourself at an appropriate time. Hear the power, hear the sound of your own voice, your own authentic self talking to you talking to you. That's our challenge, not for the new year, but for today. And that's our challenge for every day. And as always, do a kindness for yourself, do a kindness for another, forgive one, forgive them all until all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.